Welcome to my podcast, Rashad in Conversation. I'm your host, Rashad Isa. Quality professionals strive to make businesses and society a better place, regardless of the sector we work in. We do not achieve such efforts single-handedly though. We engage with so many people and subject matter experts from around the world. Having a clear understanding of how and who we interact with makes a successful calibration and helps in driving winning strategies. Today, I'm joined by Firas Mahasan. Firas is a certified customer experience professional and service quality expert within the retail and banking industries. A customer experience practitioner within the CXPA, Canada Regional Leadership Council member, keynote speaker at the annual Customer Experience Strategy Summit in Toronto last year, and a proud judge at the CX Impact Award, the Customer Experience Impact Award. He is a highly visible leader with a talent for initiating and driving change, specialized in customer and employee experience management, and a strong believer in the power of customers. With a track record of success, he has supported several companies transform to customer centricity and gain service-related awards. Hi, Firas. Hi, Rashad. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. It's an honor. It's an honor to be here and to have the opportunity to share my ideas and experience with your listeners. Honestly, is... I appreciate your warm introduction, and I'm excited to dive in into our conversation. It is an absolute pleasure. Um, I am so glad uh, you found the time to join me as well. But for everybody who's listening, I know Firas for more than twelve years. Um, so there is a history over there in two separate countries. Uh, I believe, Firas, you're joining us from Toronto today. Yes, exactly. So I'm, exactly. I'm waving from across the pond. However, our um, uh, friendship uh, goes back to way before uh, uh, those two continents back in the days in the Middle East. So there is a, a big history, and I'm so pleased that you've joined us, uh, Firas. I know I've introduced you to our listeners, but nothing comes better than your, your own self-introduction. So can you please share with our listeners how did your career start and how did you get into the quality profession? Yeah, thank you again. Um, yeah, as, as you said, we know each other for, for more than 12 years and there is no way I can speak about my journey without mentioning your name. Uh, yeah, throughout my career journey, I have transitioned between different fields which have brought about significant changes. I began my professional journey immediately after high school working as a mechanic at my father's textile while pursuing my bachelor degree. And to be honest, I enjoyed repairing and building machines and so on. Then I jumped into the sales department and the only training I remember I got was keep on your smile. Except what the, how will my smile conclude a sale in business with business to business customers? And the answer was, a genuine smile is a free ticket to every one person's heart. So I started the new job and found it more fun to work with people. I learned the importance of customers' interactions, listening to their needs and market needs, and conveying the message to the production team. Then after graduation from university, I moved to Kuwait. 
and began working as a retail store manager with a Shire group dealing with retail customers was not less fun or important than business to business customers. In less than a year, my career trajectory changed when I was approached by the director of customer care at that time, telling me, I observed you and I like how you are interacting with your customers and your staff. Do you want to move to customer care team? Okay, I've never considered a career change at, to, to customer care at that time. And to be honest, I didn't know much about that field. And the yeah. answer to, and the answer to me by Munad Abbaq, the director at that time, we need your expertise and eyes as a successful sales person, not a customer service person to improve our service. And I agree to take the challenge. Despite my lack of experience in this field, I was able to learn the foundation of customer service and use my sales expertise to improve customer service in my region with more than 100 stores. And the good part working at, at, at that company was getting the, the empowerment to drive service improvement, working with popular brands such as Starbucks, Harvey Nichols, American Eagles, and many others. I had opportunity to work with great people like you, Rashad, <laughs> and to create and implement a performance support program across the Middle East where I collected the data, analyzed it, and put the improvement plan with the brand teams. We were sat facing third... each other. Oh, yes. <laughs> we were sat facing <laughs> each other. True. I still remember that office. <laughs> yes, that's true. It was so much fun. And you know what? And the funny thing, my third station started because of you again, when you recommended me to Wadiya Haidar, the head of customer experience at Bubian Bank. He called me and I met him over a cup of green tea, which ultimately led to an offer for a position with the bank within the bank. But my fear was that I have no experience in the banking or financial sector. I was reassured, and I remember his, his conver this conversation by Wadia, that my perspective as a customer experience professional from outside the sector of the banking would be valuable improving the service level. And I accepted the challenge. Working in the highly regulated banking sector has provided me with a wealthy knowledge and experience in customer experience, particularly in regards to the importance of customers' focus and the responsibility to uphold customer trust when dealing with financial matters. As luck would have it, I joined the bank at the time when it was launching the customer focus as one of its core values, providing mm -hmm. the opportunity for me to contribute to the adoption of customer experience competency framework and ultimately, ultimately achieve recognition as the best brand in the country for customer experience. I have always held the belief that in customer experience industry, as in most professions, one cannot attain the highest level of success without continuous learning and skills development. Therefore, I became acquainted with CXPA 
the Customer Experience Professional Association and its certification program. And consequently, I embraced, um, I embarked on preparing for the exam. Finally, 2019, I earned the title of Certified Customer Experience Professional. That's that, what's what's a great journey. But uh, I want to touch on something really important, Firas, because you always refer. I mean, your journey in the quality sector started as what we all call it as quality by accident. You've stumbled across the profession, um, but and and that's the majority mm -hmm. of the professionals because unfortunately, up until today, uh, very few universities teach quality management in their courses. So you kept talking about you not having the experience in a particular sector. However, you've proved successful experiences in retail and within a regulated financial banking sector. With this transition, was there a particular skill set that you found transferable across all of these sectors? Yeah, you know what, Rashad, um, by time, I learned that customer experience is a concept, is a DNA. Knowledgeable professions, professionals can run customer experience program everywhere, anywhere. It's a concept and a way of thinking rather than an Excel sheet that you do a pivot table or whatever. It's a it's a it's a more of of thinking like a customer, putting yourself in a customer shoe and doing the right thing for them. I, I always have, whenever I, I deliver a training related to customer experience and customer service, I always tell them at the end, listen, whatever you learn today is in one hand, and in the other hand, consider your customer as a brother, as a sister, and 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 deal with it at the, the same. So it's basically that empathy. So understanding yes. your customer being empathetic to, to help you learn their needs and then serve them accordingly. True, true. And I ended it now, not ended, it's still running, of course, but the last still year was moving to You're Canada. You're still young. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> we are always young. Always yeah, young. then I moved to Canada, as, as you said, in 2020 as a freshly certified CCXP. I brought along all this experience, years of experience, and I seized the opportunity to establish my own customer experience consultancy. Wow. And more and more, I have to, to deal with different sectors. And more and more, it's assuring me that customer experience, it is a changing factor for any industry to win customers' heart. Absolutely. So then with, with the, such a wealth of experience and uh, cross-segment pollinations, whether it's retail, whether it's banking, whether it's now your own business with different uh, sort of sectors, um, what is one success story you think of um, that can benefit other professionals if they wanted to implement something similar? What would that story be? Hmm. Well, yeah, I'll tell you, I'll share with you as, as um, a, a recent story. Um, that relate too much between the quality team and the customer experience. So 
basically a few months back, I worked on a project as a customer experience consultant with a telecommunication company that was experiencing a high volume of customer complaints related to dropped calls and poor network coverage. So after conducting a thorough analysis of customer feedback and network data, I, ended, I, I, I identified the root cause of the issue and presented my findings to the company leadership team. However, the leadership, as most of the time, they were hesitant to take immediate action as they were concerned about the potential cost of fixing the issue. That's when I reached out to the quality department of the company, which had a reputation for its expertise in network optimization. I worked closely with them, the quality team, to create a plan for optimizing the network and improving the coverage in areas and so on. The quality team, along with the other engineers, team conducted a detailed analysis of the network data and provided recommendation for infrastructure upgrade and adjustment to network configuration. Too much technical words to make it short together, we implemented the plan and monitored the result closely. Within few weeks only, customer complaints related to network coverage had dropped significantly and the company's reputation began to improve. In addition, the company saw a noticeable increase in customer satisfaction rating and decrease in churn rates. So this is a simple story. Within a few months, working with a quality team in a, in a quality manner had shows us a, a very positive positive impact on customer experience, satisfaction, retaining customers, and of course, profit. Of course. And it's if, if um, there was no um, willingness from that quality department, let's say, or if you did not have access to the quality department, what do you think could have happened to your proposal and analysis? Well, I'm a fighter. I don't give up, <laughs> to be honest. I will keep roaming around until I make it happen. Uh, but usually, um, most of the time, it will be dropped and nothing will change. And complaints yeah. will continue and, um, exactly. and the businesses will find uh, an excuse after another until something drastic happens. So thank you very much for, for sharing this. Is there any other story that you would like to share whereby um, either dealing with a, a quality uh, professional or whether you were able to implement something either within the assurance, governance, or improvement arms of quality that you think helped save the day as well? Yeah, I know, I know that you are a quality... I, I like by the way I start looking at you at a as a quality guru by the way Rashad you really you're, kind you're, of you but yeah, to be honest and but I will tell you thing that is is very much related between customer experience and quality and you are a professional and experienced in both to be a, a successful service provider it is important to implement the right customer experience and the quality of work and and there are it's a, the what you call it the recipe is very clear 
but is how the way people and the management take it into consideration and implement it is what make the difference. Like to, to create exceptional customer experience that will help you stand out from competition, I will, I will summarize it in, in six steps. First of all, understand your customers. To provide the right customer experience, you need to understand your customers' needs and preferences, conduct market research, gather feedback from existing customers, and use analytical tool, tools to track customer behavior and preference. Then define your brand values. Determine what your brand stands for and what values it represents. This will help guide your customer experience strategy and ensure that your interactions the customers are consistent with your brand. And I always tell them, like two, two brands, I see them, personally, I see them as, as a successful brands, although I don't work with them. Um, it's not about mm -hmm. now, but look at Apple and Costco. They're, they have a totally opposite experience, but mm -hmm. still they have loyal customers and they are doing very good. Apple, you go inside and you have a dedicated experienced knowledgeable person tech person who will help you step by step where you go to Costco it's it is kind of the opposite if you don't ask for help you will not get it but it is a brand um, promise it is they have a different brand promise and it's about the consistency in doing it what make both successful brands plus number three the third step, which is one of the most important steps, is empower your staff. Your staff your staff is your most important asset when it comes to delivering an mm -hmm. exceptional customer experience. How to do that? Make sure they are trained and to understand your brand values and customer experience standards. Then personalize the experience. Customer Customers appreciate personalized experiences that make them feel valued. Use customer data to personalize communication and tailor recommendation to individual customers. Nothing worse than telling them something out of mind or, or you are complaining and somebody is just telling you, yeah, okay, do you want to buy this, by the way? Like, do you have, you have a promotion? Like, no, I'm complaining. So these things... And of course, as I mentioned earlier, continuous improvement. Customers' need and preferences are constantly changing. Mm -hmm. That's why we need to keep improving ourselves. And here is the challenge. Look at the moment of truth of the customers. Break out the journey of, of the customers and improve a bit of each part of the journey. This will make a great uh, difference. Experience. Yeah. I always um, uh, speak with colleagues and, and professionals to say, um, when we talk about customer journey, uh, if you are a, um, let, let's take it the sim in a simple term, we'll use, if you use an app, you download an app onto your phone, and you want to pay a subscription or you want to use it, it's also a free app. And uh, as soon as you open the app, it asks you to log in. It's the first time you use the app. 
you've never been a customer before. But try to yeah. find the registration button and it doesn't exist. Or it's in a very small font at the bottom left-hand side of the screen. So this becomes a little bit frustrating is a little bit too strong of a word. But imagine you have those little steps. If you are still a small company and you're using this app to attract customers, why not give equal emphasis to the registration button, just like the logging in button? Those little steps throughout the journey will start to create frustration if they were not dealt with. So that's why understanding your customer journey and what is it they need will help. And it's completely different when you walk into a store, whether it's Apple, whether it's Costco, whether it's any retail brand, understanding what is my customer going to do from the moment they walk into my store, understanding that behavior will help you create an environment that actually fits very true. Needs. Very true. Very true. Very well said. I am very conscious uh, of time, Firas, but I know we can talk about customer experience uh, for days on end. So that conversation will never will never <laughs> stop. But I'm I'm conscious of time, so I'm going to ask you just one more thing as well, please. A person like you with your experience and sort of the cross-segment and sector pollination, um, where do you get your inspiration from? Is there any book, any podcast, any blog you keep an eye on to just keep yourself up to date that you would recommend? Yes. Um, I have two books that changed my perspective. Um, one of them is the Customer Experience Management Field Manual by Jeff Chaheen. This is an amazing book, by the way. And the other one is Outside In by Harley and Kerry, Harley Manning and Kerry Budine. These two books are essential for any a new or senior customer experience professional. I, I actually have the book, The Customer Experience uh, Management Field Manual. And that book you've actually recommended it to me about six seven months ago and i absolutely love it so okay um, glad so to hear that so that's brilliant thank you very much for sharing all of your experience uh, firas and some of your knowledge as well i truly appreciate it um uh, i will uh, put your details on the episode uh, link as well so people can connect with you on linkedin but before I let you go, uh, just quick questions to help our audiences know Firas the person and not Firas the professional. So quick fire questions, this or that, and let me know which one you choose. Yes. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Summer or winter? Summer. What are you doing in Toronto then? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I laugh, because now my wife will tell me. If you like summer, why why we are here? <laughs> no, I have to say, uh, uh, Toronto is beautiful in the winter and has some good summer days. So uh, we're not gonna give it that reputation. Um, murder mysteries or rom coms? Murder mysteries. And then finally, a night out or a night in? Night out. Brilliant. Make I'll make sure I'll join you for the nights out. Firas, thank you so much for uh, sharing your experience. Um, uh, keep on your smile. A genuine smile is a free ticket to everyone's heart. 
I love that saying, absolutely. And the valuable six steps for a great customer experience program. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. Thank you, Richard. Thank absolute you again pleasure. for having me. An absolute delight. You have been listening to Rashad in Conversation with me, your host, Rashad Issa. If you've enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe, follow, or download as I bring you monthly guests from around the world to share the stories of the quality profession.